This is the Big Pond. When Volkmar Wenzel's father got frustrated with his sons, he put them in his dark room, all chemicals and inky black. The dark room was terrifying, says Volkmar, until he found the red light switch. Then he says it was love. The red bulb was a safe light, a way to understand what was emerging. See the images float up out of the water. See himself traveling around the world with a camera, moving, moving, always documenting. Volkmar Wenzel's photographs are shadowy, evocative. This picture is a really deep, dark night image of two people talking on the steps of one of the Capitol buildings in Washington, D.C. The lights are glowing, and the two people are in conversation standing on the steps. It looks like it's just been raining, and the light from the lamps and from the reflections illuminates the center of the image in a really compelling way, both in terms of composition and in terms of the narrative around the people standing on the steps. In 1926, Volkmar's father packed up his family and left Dresden, Germany, for the United States. He found work at a photographic company in Binghamton, New York. Volkmar was 11 years old and spoke no English. Years later, he remembered in an oral history interview, though, that boys have their own language. My father had subscribed to a boys' magazine from Germany. It was called... Der gute Kamerad, the good uh, comrade. It meant, you know, the boyhood friend. Mm -hmm. And uh, in that uh, magazine was uh, a description of how to build a kayak. And so I built a kayak and I stole all of the lumber and everything (laughs) from... uh, new houses that were being built around the area, including the canvas. So uh, I built one, and then all the boys in the neighborhood wanted to have some, too. And it it worked fine on the Susquehanna River. So we built 11 kayaks. They paddled their kayaks on the Susquehanna River and found the island where the city stored the annual fireworks. They loaded up and started building a rocket boat. We were like pirates, says Volkmar Wenzel. When Volkmar Wenzel was 19, he decided to hitchhike to Brazil with a friend, 15,000 miles from Binghamton, New York, to Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, so we sold our bicycles, and I sold my boat, my kayak, and everything. And between us, we had $140. And so we set off and thumbed our way uh, south, towards South America. (laughs) They planned to follow the Pan American Highway, but it had not been built yet. No matter, that's how Volkmar Wenzel moved through the world, confident, willing to go where there were no roads. They stopped in Washington, D.C., hoping to interview President Franklin Delano Roosevelt, or FDR. Well, we had written... Franklin Delano Roosevelt, that we were doing this and enclosed one of our cards. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so we thought, well, maybe we'll be received there. And we got to the White House, 
and uh, we could walk right on in. There's nothing there. The fences were lower than they are now, the iron fences. Mm -hmm. We walked right up to the portico of the White House and uh, we looked in, glass doors there, we looked in, absolutely dark inside, no FDR or nothing. And uh, then uh, by this time it was on, 10, 11 o'clock, and uh, it was very windy and cold. It was in February. And uh, I'll never forget that big lantern swaying, you know, in the wind up there. The central focus is a lamp dead center in the image and the most focused part of the image. It's as though you're looking out of a house and onto the street that's been illuminated by this beautiful, ornate lamp on a very calm night. The trip ended in Washington, D.C. Volkmar's friend took a train home, and Volkmar threw his backpack down a sewer. He found a job in a darkroom mixing chemicals at a news bureau, Underwood and Underwood. And then a photographer gave him a camera, a speed graphic with bellows. It was old, but the lens was sharp. So I had the camera, but I had no time to take pictures. I mean, the hours at Underwood and Underwood were long, you know, often until dark. And he had to be there in the morning at 8 o'clock and work all day until 6 or 7 or so on. There was no time. Then my friend Eric said, why don't you take some pictures of Washington by night? And he gave me a book called Paris de Nuit. And uh, that inspired me to take the night pictures. This image looks like it could take place almost anywhere where fishermen would dock to sell their fish after the day. There are men sitting around talking to the fishermen in the boat tied up along the wharf. And the lights on the side of the boat are illuminating their faces. You can see the man in the boat handing a fairly large fish to one of the men on the, on the dock. But then, as you look more closely, you see that the Washington Monument is in the background. And this must be the D.C. waterfront. Volkmar often stayed out all night. He liked to work in the heavy atmosphere of damp and foggy nights. He said the diffused light reduced scenes to their simplest elements, the marble columns, iron gates, and streetcar tracks. Volkmar took these photographs to National Geographic, and he was hired. He started in 1937 as a darkroom lab tech, the way everyone started there. The darkroom, he said, was modern, and the tile walls gleamed. Starting with the geographic, of course, was a totally new life for me. Uh, I enjoyed going there. I couldn't get there early enough in the morning <laughs> to start work. And uh, I so soon found out that the real person behind all of this was Gilbert H. Grosvenor. And he was, was a remarkable man, and he had the vision to uh, use photographs. He was very much uh, for the use of photographs. And he boosted the photo lab and equipment, everything. He was behind all of that. 
Volkmar's first assignment as a photographer was in West Virginia, and then Sweden, and then his editor called him in and said, we want you to do India. Do India? It was a massive assignment at a time of change in the country, really in the whole world. This image of a colonnade in Madras, India, is viewed from above. The architectural details in the foreground, right at the top of the image, are really intricate and draw you in, but the light from the outside pulls your eye toward the back. The whole interior is lit up so that you can see all of the arching architecture in the ceiling in succession back to the farthest reach of the space. There are bicycles and a couple of cars parked inside and people milling about on the left. All of them seem to be dressed in white or very light colors. And even though they're kind of randomly sitting around, they seem very ordered. The architecture looks really crisp, but also ancient. There are little bits that look like they've been broken off and other parts that look like they've never been touched. I love the progression of the architecture and also the lined up bicycles and cars. They all seem to relate to each other, even though they're just randomly there. Volkmar packed 18 cases of equipment and photographed in India for two years. He bought an old ambulance for $600 and fixed it up so that he could develop film in the old ambulance and sleep in it. He painted the words on the side of the ambulance, National Geographic Society Photo Survey, and he drove it 40,000 miles. On the way to Jaipur... The ambulance broke down and some motor trouble and so on. So it got to be very late when we got to the gates of Jaipur. In Jaipur, uh, the gates were locked just like they were in medieval Europe. The city was locked up at night. Big gates. And uh, so there we were in front of Jaipur, the gates of Jaipur, and didn't know how what to do next. But we did find, we walked along, we did find a little door that we could squeeze through, and we unlocked it, drove in to the palace, and uh, the uh, Maharajas and so on, they stay up late, they eat very late, and uh, usually 10, 11 o'clock. And so we were received very well, and... Uh, Yeah, and it was like going into another world. This is a picture of two train cars full of people. It's a close-up of the intersection between two cars. You can see people's legs hanging out of the window, people crouched in the window looking into the car, and people looking out at the camera, just sitting there, maybe waiting for the train to leave. It's a really plain train car, and all the detail in this image is the drapery of the people's clothing and the bend of their legs and feet. The folds of the clothing are almost like abstract patterns in and of themselves. After his years photographing the world, Volkmar Wenzel became the first archivist at the National Geographic Society. 
And he said later in his life that he did not want to just be known for photography, but for efforts also to preserve the National Geographic Archive. For The Big Pond, this is Katie Davis. Wunderbar Together. You've been listening to The Big Pond, a series of dialogues between Germans and Americans, coming to you from PRX and the Goethe Institute.